Welcome everybody to episode number five of the Banterbox podcast. My name is Eugene. I'm alongside my co-host and older brother Kenny. Hey, hey, everybody. And I know that we usually take a little bit of time before each podcast. We sit down and talk about like what we're gonna talk about. This one, we didn't really do that. We're kind of just jumping in because I don't know. We need to get this one out because the last one was late. This one's going straight from it. But I had something happen to me at work the other day where a lady came in. So I work at the pet store, and they have this loyalty program. It's not like a credit card, so you punch your number in and money, you know, spend at the store, you get points for. So it goes off their phone number at the store. And this lady goes in, and she's trying her own phone number. I can't find it. And she says that the account is under her husband's phone number. Which most people have. You know, they use a one phone number. Yeah. So... She mentioned that her husband had had the same phone number for 10 years now. So his number hasn't changed in 10 years. But she wasn't able to, like, recall the number off the top of her head. And, like, it it shocked me a bit. Because I could tell you Carly's phone number. Obviously, I'm not going to on here. But, like, me and Carly haven't been together for 10 years. So, like, it was just, it was weird to but think. But maybe that's why you remember it. Maybe. I think it's something that she made me remember because she thought it was important like if I didn't have my phone I still need to be able to contact her which I understand that's fine like if you're out somewhere and like you you know drop your phone in a puddle and you need to like text them to let them know you're still safe or whatever sure. you have to check in with her yeah you shoot an update oh okay alright but anyway the I don't the, have to shoot an update to my wife I'm not married <laughs> <laughs> so it was interesting to me because I was thinking that like we got to this point where we rely on our phones so heavily that like simple things like that we don't have to worry about anymore. As far as memorizing phone numbers and whatnot. Yeah, so like phone numbers, but even things like all your passwords get auto-saved into your phone. So like you don't have a notebook filled with every website you go to and each login for each website. So I'm thinking like if you... Have, like, phone numbers ripped away, or your phone ripped away from you like that. Like, how heavily would that impact most people today? So, you're talking on a level, it's a generational difference. I still have a pen and paper notebook with every website that I go to It's important <laughs> with my passwords down on it. Whereas, you don't, I guess? I don't, and I would assume most people my age probably do the same thing I do, and it's, you have it in your notes app on your phone. You you guys would be disconnected from the society that you've learned to live in Yeah. for the last however many years, whereas I would not be as affected. I, I could totally shut down, shut down all communications, shut down a computer, phone, I'd right. be good with it. And I would like to say that I could, but... I, I think deep down I know that I couldn't. Sure. Because there's I, times where I've lost my phone or the phone is cracked and I couldn't use it. And mm-hmm. I've gone the rest of the day without having a phone until I went and got a replacement. And to be honest, it's not that bad. The, the right. biggest thing is the only person I really talk to is my wife on my phone. I mean, that's my go-to person to text. Yeah. I text everyone here and there, say hi. But the... I don't want to say the major, the mandatory responsibility of it, but the majority of the time, I would talk to my wife. And if my phone were to go down, I would find some way to get a hold of her, whether it be by, you know, landline or kick her an email real quick and just let her know, hey, you know, my phone's off, I can't contact you, I'll see you in the morning. Sure, yeah. Uh, 
it was just it's weird to me to think that like the difference between me and you growing up is that like you've lived growing up where like cell phones weren't as big you guys didn't rely on them <laughs> they weren't existing yeah the, or yeah the you first were... cell phones that I saw were my dad carried around a briefcase for right. a cable company yeah, they're and, huge yeah you know the car phones that that had come out when I was younger I mean those were like the things to have luxury living back then yeah whereas like I grew up and like when I was four mom got me like that little Nokia phone that you could play snake on sure the, like, I've in, had the same the indestructible ones that everyone yeah. likes to post about now so it's just like I've I've never really lived without a cell phone or like the privilege of having that kind of technology Okay, let me ask you a question here. You, you're, um, I don't want to delve too deep into this side of things, but I would say that you and your significant other are fairly attached at the hip. Yeah, we're we spend a lot of time together. How do you think things would be different without a phone? Say they were non-existent. How do you think things would work? As far as like us just not being able to reach one another being able to like... contact one another constantly talk them while you guys are at work this I think this is half the problem with the work ethic nowadays I think these kids come yeah. in and, ex- and I don't mean to say kids there's a lot of adults that do it as well and sure. a lot of people over my age that have gotten addicted to their phones and I'm not saying that I'm not but they come into these jobs and they're wor- they're supposed to be working getting paid a fair salary you know, fair at the time. Right. And they're too busy playing on their phones. They're not really working. They're checking their messages. They're doing the Facebook. Whereas, and and then they have what I say would be the nerve to ask for $15 an hour or some sort of livable wage. Yeah. Well, what work are you putting in to actually have a livable wage? I completely agree with that, actually, because I notice it here and there like when I go into stores like when the employees are on their phones like I just kind of realize it and it's just like you know they're getting paid to do this job but really I think what it comes down to is not only do we have to have like a social presence just like around our friends and stuff but like you now need an online presence Uh, explain so like at least kids my age will spend just as much time going out and hanging out with their friends as they will Posting on their profile. So, like, updating their Instagram, making sure they're tweeting out constantly. Like, it's like a thing that they actually keep up with and try to maintain. Okay, and that's something that... I, don't get me wrong, I maintain a Facebook. I, I try and maintain certain aspects of mm-hmm. online, but I don't understand... I'm at the mindset where I just don't understand it. I don't understand the want to connect on that level even my wife I mean I would totally say my wife was addicted to Facebook she's on it every 10 minutes <laughs> she needs to like statuses and pictures and posts and see what everybody is up to mm-hmm. whereas I could turn off Facebook today and be totally content and the only reason I don't is because my wife wants me to have one yeah. and I connect with family overseas my worst addictions on my phone have got to be like YouTube and Twitter and I know that with the iPhones they've worked in, like, you could see your screen time now. And I don't know if I actually have that set up, because I'd be, like, disgusted with the numbers it shows me. But I'd Whereas be Whereas I am, I am totally content with the numbers I said. My whole family is set up on the weekly screen time reports. They, I, I couldn't even begin to explain how far they exceed me in screen time combined. I'm sure I exceed most people. 
I, I think I spend more time on my phone than I don't, for sure. Why? Is it boredom? Is it not having an imagination? Is it not I, being able to do something else besides look at your phone? I think it's just we have... I like how you touched on the creativity thing, because we actually talked about that recently, how, like, growing up... Well, sorry. As kids, we had, like, imaginations. We'd make up our own games and play outside and stuff like that, but... As we got older, you know, like, the Xbox came out. We got addicted to playing the Xbox. And, like, we lost our creativity as we grew older. Moderation. Everything must be taken in moderation. And I'll be the first one to admit that when a a new game comes out or a good game that I fall in love with, I mean, I'm addicted to it. I go into it for a month or two. Right. But it fades out for me. I don't stick around. Um, I would prefer to do things with my kids, to go do physical things, to go do experiences. My big thing right now with my kids is their faces on the screens. You know, my son, my nine-year-old has a phone of his own to contact us because he goes to school and all and he's out riding his bike around the town. Mm -hmm. I feel a lot safer with him having a cell phone rather than the old ways of communicating. And I think that was the idea with mom getting us a phone. Sure. And now we can track him. Now we can make sure we know where he's at and stuff like that. And my daughter, my daughter is a little bit envious. She's only five, so we gave her a beat-up phone that I got online for 20 bucks. I used as a temp phone myself. And she uses it for her YouTube. She likes to watch the YouTube, you know, the uh, ooze videos and the slime videos. Gotcha. I don't have a problem with that. But when they're spending, you know, nearly the whole entire day on their phones, on their screens or tablets, video games, I'm sick of it. I'm so fed up. Both my kids right now are locked up in their rooms cleaning the rooms without screens no phones no tablets no tvs they need to clean have an imagination do something fun i set up a tent today in my living room that's kids had a blast with it yeah and stuff like that is like you wouldn't know how much fun it is because no one's even like trying to do stuff like that anymore like when's the last time you've heard of anyone even in our neighborhood like going out and playing jailbreak i was saying the same thing a couple weeks ago yeah me and lauren were talking about charlotte lauren and i were talking about it and we discussed how we used to go out and play jailbreak or how we used to get a big group of people and go play football down in the big field. Yeah. And it's just not happening nowadays. And it's because of the video games. It's because of the screens. I'm not saying they're an awful thing. I think they're a great learning tool. No, and I obviously love them. I think, <laughs> they're, I think parts of them can be educational. Uh, but yeah, sure. But the yeah. amount, it's moderation. We need moderation. And it only takes one person to change it in your life. So if you feel like you're addicted to your phone constantly or you're addicted to TV, like, just, it's you that's got to make the the conscious decision. Just break away from it for 10 minutes. Go do something else. Go experience something else in life. I know. And I feel, like, hypocritical talking about it because I definitely am, like, someone who spends way too much time, like, at a computer screen or, like, on my phone. And I should probably cut back how much, like, I use them, but it's... That's, like, my interest and, like, my passions kind of led me into how much time I spend on it. So, like, you know, I was addicted to, like, computer stuff growing up. So that's what I started going to college for, blah, blah, blah. And it kind of just led me into getting more addicted. Which is fine. I I took a lot of computer classes myself in high school. I mean, that's what I – if you want to say you have a major in high school, I mean, that's that's what it was. Those were my elective classes computer sciences and web page design – HTML web web page design has gone out the door. They make these things too easy now, and that that's that was one of the passions that I had in high school. Um, but it's it's not where it used to be. 
but back on track with, you know, not having it. I mean, where do you think you'd be? What do you think you'd be doing? How would you communicate? Do you think you would be a freer man? Do you think you would be able to do more things in your life without having the current... I, I'll call it a... I, oh, I hate to call it a leash, but it's the only thing that I can relate it to. The constant leash of a cell phone being by your side. I won, Having people bugging you where you're at. What 100% you're I'd say I'd be more productive. So then why can't you turn the phone off? It's an addiction. <laughs> like, it's... I feel like it is almost getting to that point where, like, it is almost a real addiction. I, I wouldn't even say almost... Yeah, I mean I, it's definitely it is bad. an addiction. Yeah, you, and there's so people worse than dopamine, me. Dopamine gets released when things happen good in your life, and when you see somebody like a picture, it's releasing that dopamine. It's a fix. It's a drug. Right. It's you know you're getting that mental or you're getting the chemical reaction in your brain that you're addicted to. I mean that's yeah. why people are so sucked in. Yeah, and I think that kind of ties back into like what I was saying about people kind of feel like they need to maintain this like social presence. Because they, they see the people liking their posts, and they're like, oh, well, like, I enjoy, you know, the love or whatever I'm getting on my account. I need to post more so I can get more of it. Like, it's it, making them happier and seeing that kind of interaction that they're getting online is, like, feeding into it. Right. Besides all the social media, I'm talking about the literal leash on the phone where your mom can get a hold of you immediately, where your boyfriend or girlfriend can get a hold of you immediately. Do you not think that you would be more open to bettering yourself as a person without it instead of having to constantly check it and make sure they're not worried about you, make sure they're not upset that you're gone for too long? Right. Uh, I definitely feel like it would give you way more time to like focus on yourself, for sure, because you're not having to worry so much about like what other people are you know, saying about you. And I think this is what a lot of your generation might be missing and, and even my generation as well because I, you're not far behind me right is that I think people are losing themselves I think people are losing their uh, not even dignity but they're they're losing something about themselves that they're never going to be able to regain they're, it becomes a socially awkward situation yeah you can't go out to dinner at an Applebee's anymore without everybody's phones being off that's true. And I'm sure that you go out with your girlfriend and your friends, and all four of you sit at the table eating dinner with your phones out. Sometimes. We try our best to kind of, like, make it a rule to put them away, but I feel like it shouldn't have to be a rule for them exactly. to happen. Exactly. It, it should happen naturally where you should feel like you should put your phone away and actually spend time with the people you're with. Right. But there are times where, like, your phone kind of plays a part of the conversation where like you'll be talking about something like pull up a fact or a video to show them i think that's fine but everyone's but why do you is... always have to relate back to videos and facts sure. why can't you have a discussion on general knowledge that you just have i know and i think that's an issue i, I mean we're probably <coughs> stupider less i think less people are watching the news i personally i think the news is toxic anyway i don't yeah i'm not a fan of the news but I think it's toxic because that's what brings in stories. That's what gets people talking on social media. If people didn't talk about it so much, I don't think the stories would be happening. This right. Momo thing, and I hate to even bring it up on this podcast, but I'm sure you've seen the Momo thing going out, going really. around the, the the YouTube video the kids were watching. It was a suicide game or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, why is that even a thing? Right. I, I, we're going to drop it now because I don't even like the fact that we're going to discuss it yeah. here. But just by us mentioning it for 30 seconds, it's gotten its light of fame. Right. 
you know and it's the same thing when you pull out your phone for a video to discuss it and put the phone away put yeah. the phone away let's get together let's shoot the shit and chit chat you know it's I, experience something new in life yeah and i think that's like we're so glued to them where like we don't know how to interact without them is what i think it's coming to so like people uh, we used to go camping all the time we'd go to like where goshen's i think it was yeah and it's literally tent camping. Like it's not like you yep. get stuck in a no trailer with electricity. Like and there's no service and there's no contacting people. We just made stuff up that was fun to do. Like we play like ladder golf. Played or ladder whatever. golf. Played games out in the woods. Man. And stuff like time. that's great. Like we always wanted hot, to go back. Hot camping. dogs on the fire. Burgers on the fire. Yeah. You know the open flame. It was great. It was so a good it's time. like if we were doing that. When like you were a little younger and then bringing us because we were kids at the time pretty much. Why are kids my age now not doing those same things most kids your age don't have kids the way i do the way mom did when she was younger fair but like even with their friends though you could share that same experience with a group of people your own age i don't know why they're not doing it because i would i can't wait until summer i can't right. wait to go out and tent the Camp tent. That's what I'm saying. Like if if all of our technology tent got camp. Jesus, if I could learn how to talk on this <laughs> podcast, you know that spring runs all the way to November, right? For Christ's sake. Oh yeah. That's, I think I said it on episode yeah, we forgot two or fall. three or something like that. <laughs> yeah. We skipped fall. All the soccer fans heated. Yeah. We love soccer too. Anyway, fall's my favorite season. I, I totally know it's forgot mine about too. It. Um, what was I saying? If if you were yanking all the technology out of people's lives today, I think it would lead to people like going insane. I don't think people would be able to interact with one. Or do you think some people are going insane because of it? Because they had it. Look I think at both. Schizophrenias. What do you mean? They think that cell phone towers are mind controlling them. Probably are. No, oh, probably are. I think there's a lot of sick and twisted thing. Look, look at what we're covering. Look at the news, what it's covering now. What were you covering? We were covering um, some trial or something about a guy. What the hell was it? I don't know. I don't watch the news that often. I, know, I try but to stay But just this past from... month, this past month, you know, we're, you're seeing the Momo video online. You're seeing the something. Somebody's on trial in D.C. or something, and it totally went unsaid about the whole bill that you know Trump was trying to pass about. Um, being able to abort babies after they're born. Okay. That's a thing. I mean, it, yeah. that happens. And sure. the Democratic Party blocked that law. I, I don't know if it went into effect, I, but I do remember it being talked about. I do right. remember it being discussed. I know Trump was all for it, and it would stop moms from having abortions after the baby's viable. Mm-hmm. We actually and the Dems went away with it. I mean, you're talk, you, you can't do that to your 80, 90-year-old grandmother. Right. You can't put them down. That's euthanasia. Yeah. You can't do that. Why are we doing it to babies that are born? Yeah, like we're letting the baby. mother. We're letting the mother and the doctor decide whether it's okay to to kill them still or not. I mean, it blows my mind. I mean, this is a that's real, a fact. You can yeah. Google that. It's this is happening. a really touchy subject. My personal opinion is not saying that I'm for abortions because I don't think I am, but if you were going that route, why wait until you gave birth? Exactly. But apparently physicians and, you know, parents, they make the decision and they have the option all the way up until that woman is 10 centimeters dilated, about to give birth, mm -hmm. to decide whether they're going to abort the baby or not. 
I I can't wrap my mind around that. I know. I think it's women's choice. I think women deserve to have a choice up to a certain point. Sure. Which is what I believe Trump was trying to say and, you know, whatever the Republicans. I, I'm not one party or the other. I, I could care less about yeah two-party system. I don't care who the president is. I think Trump's great there because he brings so much, you know, drama there. And it's a good show, pretty much. And he does reality TV, so... Not that I would declare myself Democrat or Republican. I think I'd be way more independent. Like I, I wouldn't. I, I don't care for the two-party system either. I don't think it really works too well. But you can't even register as an independent and vote in the primaries. Right. I don't allow you. You have to be Democrat or Republican. I mean, apparently our votes state, anyway. aren't going to count anymore anyway. It's apparently going to be illegal to vote for Trump. Did you hear about that? No. Apparently there's something about, like, some taxes that didn't get done or something, so our governor is, like, not allowing people to vote for him. And I was just like, there's no way that's going to happen. Like, we're not going to not be able to vote for him. Listen, (laughs) if Phil Murphy could tax a blink, he he would. Yeah. Gotta get out of New Jersey is what's happening. (laughs) Our run of governors has been really good. I know. (laughs) All right. Off politics a little. I don't know enough about politics that we should have started that conversation I know, I know. It just so happened that it just flowed right into it. We were talking about generations. We were talking about technology technology changes. Okay, and we also talked about another thing, schizophrenia is thinking that the cell phone towers are mind controlling them. Yeah. Have you heard about DMT? The, that's the drug? Yes. Yes. Very little, though. I want to touch on it a tad. Okay. Because I'm interested in it. Okay. There are... So, are, there's family members of ours that have tried this. It's a hallucinogenic drug. Okay. Pretty much. Um, apparently, DMT is the chemical released in the brain as you're going to die. That's what happens when you die. It releases oh. DMT. Okay. Or whatever DMT stands for. Right. So, apparently, this drug, you take it and you have a hallucinogenic vision in other sure. words, it's a, it would be compared to doing mushrooms or acid, which I know neither one of us have done, but we've heard enough about it to understand the general yeah. idea of it. So apparently, you could, everybody has their own experience. Right. If I were to drink and get drunk, and you were to drink and get drunk, you're going to have a much different experience than I would. Sure, yeah. We could both come in here and tell two different stories. Mm-hmm. Same thing with acid, same thing with mushrooms, as far as I know. People take it when they're together and partying, and they all have different effects. You know, somebody sees the ceiling swirling, the next person sees the floors on lava. Right. It's never one combined thing. Yeah, but now it, with this it DMT, affects everyone differently. Yeah. Apparently with DMT, you can go out and say into the woods, for instance, with, you know, 30 people, and all take DMT, and you all have the same visions. I don't understand that. They actually wanted to call it the... It was a telepathic drug. Fitting. Because you share. Sure. So, I... I, There's a lot of people that speculate, and we're, you know, delving in a little bit to conspiracy theories. There says... There's some people that say, and I say people, I don't really know. I've heard it on a couple shows... I watch a lot of other podcasts. I like my YouTube. I, I get into the conspiracy a little bit just for entertainment value, not that I believe them. We basically love talking about things we don't have a lot of information yeah, exactly. about. <laughs> but this this one 
conspiracy, if you will, has my mind boggled. Because how can 30 to 50 people go and do the same drug and right. all have the, share the That's same experience? That's what I'm very confused about in this moment right now. <laughs> so there's some people that say it's actually just opening up the gateway to the interdimensional realm. Okay. So when you die, maybe this drug gets released in your body so that way your brain can see the next dimension that you're going to live in. Okay. So cool. that's interesting. So is this drug just... Okay, put it to you like this. Ants. Just for an example, and I'm not saying they don't see us, but ants. Sure. They're very tiny creatures that live on Earth. Yes. Say they, they, they're they not aware of us, obviously, until we walk on them or something <laughs> like definitely. that. Are they really aware of us, or do they not have the senses to know we actually exist? Hmm. So maybe these quote-unquote interdimensional beings live among us and we're the ants and we just can't see them because our brains don't allow us to have the capacity to see them that's a crazy concept apparently taking this dmt opens up that part of the brain i wonder if you were to slip some to an ant and then you like stared at an ant would they do anything different (laughs) I'm no, more interested in the human side I, effects. Of I it. would be too, and it's actually really, really interesting. And it's the first I'm hearing about most of this. But like, I can't wrap my brain around that. That's some really like life's a simulation. At type one stuff. point, like, at one point in my life, I would love to say, in hopefully in the near future, uh, that won't affect the way I live or work. I I really want to go with a group of people like-minded individuals like myself and just and try it see what happens because i want to know firsthand if we all have the same effect the all all of us have the same vision i'm assuming this is an illegal drug as of right now i believe it is i i know not much about it i have quite like no <laughs> Oh, wow. But I presume it's a hallucinogenic drug it would be like taking acid acids is an illegal drug yeah I can't wrap my mind around that. I don't understand, because everyone's got different tolerances, and people's brains react differently to different things. It's the reason some people are allergic to stuff, and some aren't. There's so many things that make up a human being. I find it hard to believe that everybody taking that would make everybody have the same exact experience. Or is it some type of thing that's not so bad for humans, and maybe the whatever the elite of the world don't want us having access to is that why it's illegal maybe they just want to dumb society down look at this new 5g <laughs> that, look, look at this look at this new 5g that's coming out so we all have 4g on our phones talking about cell yeah. we all have the 4g sure. talking about having the 5g comes out they say that 5g causes cancer in the air Having 5G can cause cancer. Talk about you think about the radiation that comes from your phone. You're sticking it up to your ear and yeah. And I was actually going to touch on that when you were talking about schizophrenics. Okay, saying that so 5G. Crazy, this yeah. 5G is proven to cause cancer, and there's countries that are rolling it out. Why are we? Allowing. Are we dumbing down our society, or are we so dumb that we're begging for it? Years ago, they said, oh, we're going to have every human microchipped so we can keep track of them. That's crazy. And they, you know, whoever it was, it was uh, it was a video with, I know Alex Jones touched on it, on, mm. and I know, you know, there's a lot of people that just don't want to jump on that bandwagon for obvious <laughs> reasons, but there's got to be something to it. 
he, they said, you know, people are going to actually be asking to be microchipped one day. I can't. And there's people getting microchipped now. I What's the... Like, what are the pro-cons there? Like, w- name a pro. You don't have to bring a wallet anywhere anymore. You can oh, use a like chip a... in your hand to start oh, your okay. car, to open your door at home, wow. to right. enter your business, your security logons, to pay for things at the grocery so store. So that, that changes my mind. It's cause... a hell of a pro. Yeah. It's a hell of a pro. So I was definitely thinking it's more of just like you're getting tracked down and that's about all it does. Because at that point, I'm like, what's the point of that? You're just giving free information out to the sure. government. Sure. Which, I mean, if you want to do that, go ahead. But but they I'm don't not. say that. It's just like carrying an iPhone. Before the whole Snowden thing went down, everybody signed up for an iPhone, everybody wanted an iPhone, and then it turns out Snowden went and blew the whistle in the NSA, and now they're you know, tracking our phones constantly, getting the data off of them. That's Dude. a fact. I mean, that came out. Do you know Shane Dawson? No. I don't right. recognize the name. Pretty big YouTuber currently, probably like number one right now. When he posts a video, most people go uh, and watch it. Pootie Pie is the most subscribed All right, most person. subscribed, sure. But I mean, like, as far as popular and, like, who's being watched right now, Shane Dawson is usually, like, if he posts a video, it's a big deal. Okay. And he just did this video about, like, a conspiracy theory about when your iPhone picks up, before you press the green button, those, like, couple seconds right before you press it still gets transferred through the phone. What do you mean? I don't understand. So, like, let's say you were to call me. Right. And let's say right before I hit the green button, I was just like, oh, like I sighed or something. Like, you might be able to hear that after I answer. Okay. So, it's just like, he was going over and he was testing it out. And it was, it was apparently, they were doing, like, a countdown. Like, they would go, like, three, two, one, and then press the button. And they had a time where they were able to hear the countdown before they answered on the other okay. phone. Sure. Well, there's got to be some sort of a delay, right? Possibly, I guess, but like... And it's trying to connect as fast as it can? Yeah, but you would think nothing should be getting transferred until you hit that green button unless your phone is recording you at all times. You have to understand the phone is pretty much recording at all times anyway. Facebook has come out. Who is it that runs Facebook? Mark Zuckerberg? Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, they use voice and pictures to do ads on Facebook based oh, on yeah. what we talk about. We could we could be sitting here talking about conspiracy podcasts right now. And in an hour, I'll be on Facebook searching through my friends or something. And an ad will pop up for conspiracy theory yeah, some podcast. Yeah, or like, yeah. yeah. It's... So, the other thing that they were testing is, you know, like, the live photos on your phone? Yes. They were finding, like, that weird because, like, before you take the picture, like, they're thinking that it shouldn't be capturing anything until you press that button. It's a constant record, but it cuts off every 30 seconds. So, it's going to record for 30 seconds, right? Because it records the five seconds prior, the five seconds after, yeah. whatever the time frame is. Sure, I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah. roughing it here. And I know it's a very large, off-the-cuff <laughs> Uh, rough estimate because I think the pictures are only three seconds maybe yeah <coughs> so <coughs> the best way to, to explain it is that I I have worked for companies where they had drive cams think about the dash cams okay well the whole point of dash cams is they're on constant record but they constantly record over the memory that's already there and it's in 30 yeah it's I, in, I understand that. or it's in a, it's in a minute 90 second intervals a minute and a half 90 second intervals so every 90 seconds, it would start over record, start over record. Right. Not technically start over. 
It's a constant record, but it's on a loop Similarly, of 90 seconds. Some security cameras, they're technically constantly recording, but like... But they're on loops. They'll detect motion, and then they'll pick up the five seconds before they detect it. Because they are constantly... They'll right. cut off the recording 30 seconds right. prior so same and 30 idea. seconds after. Same thing with dash cams. If you get into an accident and it feels that impact of the accident, right. it sets that recording and saves that file. So there's your minute and a half worth of files. So you're getting right. the before, the present, and the after. Now, would it be crazy to think that that memory is not being recorded over and it's being sent to some like huge hard drive somewhere and like someone has it, all of that info stored? It might be, but how much is it affecting our lives right now? Right. I'm we just saying, it's, don't care as a population. We don't care. It's just odd to if think you, that there's if, some guy that might have our entire lives. Every single person in the United States who has an iPhone or smartphone, that guy can access anything he wants. And if you really care... Poor girl. If you really cared, you would jump off the grid. Right. There's people complain and bitch all the time that they care, but don't get me wrong, I care a little bit, but in order to conform with the rest of society, what am I going to do? I, I like having my phone. I like having it. I can't. I don't have the knowledge to make a phone and make satellites pick it right. up. So I'm not making my own phone. I'm buying it from a company that's able to store my information. Yeah. For like convenience purposes. I'm not a special. I'm not a special enough person to have any interest for the government. And maybe that's the scary part. Maybe they can just you know do away with me and my family. You know. True. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, if you're not helping them, what do they need you around for? Right. Exactly. I just find it. It's not that I care. I mean, like, it, sure, track my ads, show me stuff I like, I guess. But like, oh it's my just. God, let me end it all. It's it's weird. I just find like it's like it feels like dirty. Like it does. Like if oh, I'm okay. having a conversation, with someone and the phone's not even involved, and I'm sitting there talking about like candy, and then I log on to whatever, and I see like a Reese's ad, like that's creepy. It is. I get it. I get it. All right. Well, I'm glad we ran for this long. It was a hell of an episode number five. Yeah. But I think we did uh, well. I think let's wrap this up for today and we'll catch up with everybody next week. Sure. So that was episode number five for you guys. We will uh, attempt to be more on time in the next. Screw that on time. We're going to do the next podcast when we feel like it and just tune in. That works. Have a good night or good day or good morning. Whenever you see us all later. See you.